All right, guys, we're back for another episode of A Few Points from Perfect, and uh, you're not Jason. I am not. I've traded in my uh, co-host Didn't for... did Jason do this? Well, yeah, you see how well this is working out. <laughs> it it looks like... like it's working great. <laughs> this is like the uh, the third one in the row where I'm Jason. I guess I'm technically Jason, and, well, you can be Chris. No, you just talk a lot. Yeah. Yes. Mr. Talks a lot. Yeah, every time I'm in his... <laughs> now, wait a minute. We have met somebody on this trip that will outdo me <laughs> hands down. I haven't found somebody that uh, he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like, true. We kind of felt sorry for strangers and had to rescue him at one point. <laughs> that one guy will never ask somebody to look at the turntable of his escalator. Because <laughs> oh. An hour later, he was still there looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. He's, uh, we just got to get him to train to be YouTube friendly. And he'll be YouTube gold. He'll come around. He's like Jerry, so. Yeah. Of course, nobody knows what we're talking uh, about. Well, yep. Jer- well, Jerry is hope. Uh, Jerry is hope. There's hope for him. That's right. So, yeah. So, for everybody that don't know, we got uh, the one and only Chris Let's Digs with us. And uh, Clint, CNC Equipment. And hiding behind the cameras, his lovely wife that's um, giving, giving us tax <laughs> advice all afternoon. <laughs> and, that's uh, we, what she's good at. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I guess it'll all play out at some point on youtube but chris is in trouble that's all i'm saying i am not in trouble i think she just doesn't want to work with the we, we come to florida down here to the auctions and i'm not for sure but i think me and you're working on spending more money than clint's but the good part is we're spending clint's money yeah it, somebody it was, stole my uh, auction it's great <laughs> i may have gave it out <laughs> i mean you just said we're, we're we're friends we can do i met this random guy and a day later he's uh Using my auction number, buying dozers. And, <laughs> and it wasn't forty dollars. No. <laughs> <laughs> technically it's, more zeros. It's still your dozer. Uh, well, yeah, I guess technically it uh Until she sends send you some paperwork. I'm pretty sure I'll have that by if there's one thing I know of, <laughs> if there's one thing I know about doing business with CNC equipment, they will send the paperwork. <laughs> you will get the paperwork. <laughs> I, I go down there and do you bring a check back? I'm like, No, I don't even have now, any, whatever like, uh, what was it? Uh you were down there with something. Oh, whenever you we you, we you had tra- a check for me, and I'm like not even ready for. We it. We traded out the two eight fifties, and I'm like, here, I'm going to write you a check. He's like, ah, don't worry about it. Make no. sure it's all right first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you oh, only yeah. had one eight fifty. I do only have one eight fifty. Okay. If Je- <laughs> yeah, if wow. Jenna's listening, <laughs> if Jenna's not listening, I've had two. But if she's listening, I've only had one. But he comes back with a ripper. He's like, I got the invoice. You want? You got a check? I'm like, yeah, sure. I got it this time. We're good. We're good. So. Oh, gee, I need my paperwork when I come home. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, uh, podcast a little bit. We're going to catch up with Clint. And uh, we, we, first off, I know everybody wants to know the, the the rest of the story behind the eight fifty and all that good stuff. Well, first, we got to figure out who Clint is. I'm Clint. Actually, you're not. You're Clinton. That is true. <laughs> I've got a lot of that lately. I just discovered that today. I, I, I may it's have. All I, your fault. Though. I may have. I spent a whole day riding around with your dad. Didn't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> I may have accidentally. I, may I was have hoping acc- at some point in time he would say it, and he didn't. I may have accidentally renamed him. <laughs> what you? What you? Well, you. Oh, he come down to work on putting the valve in the eight fifty, and I'm like, then I got a serious question. Like, have I been calling you by the wrong name the whole time? And I've his been pa- getting that from and, everybody lately. And, and his his painter Kevin was with him, and he just starts busting out laughing. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just so nice, he won't tell you. Yeah, Clint's so nice, a guy is not going to tell me. You don't even, hey, call me by my name, dumbass. <laughs> I've been called worse. So. Exactly. That's right. Uh, so, anyways, um, go. Let's, let's just go back a little bit. You grew up, what, Nashville, Indiana? Yeah, actually, Unionville. 
Unionville. No, I've been to Unionville. It's it it competes with Derby for size. It's yeah. I think we might. I don't know. We've got a school though. Oh well, Derby got school. Well, we did in the eighteen hundreds. Well, does that count? Same. You got a stop sign. He doesn't stop at. Oh God! You when did you become sheriff? You got those YouTube people too. (laughs) (laughs) I can guarantee you. Every I stop at every stop sign. That's why I don't film anything driving because evidently I don't stop all the way. I've been getting good at editing. I'll cut that section out. You sound like (laughs) Wade now. I'm like I don't have much stuff. I can guarantee you, everybody that comments that has never drove a stick shift eighteen wheeler that thinks they can't roll through a damn stop sign. Um, hey, I actually got pulled over one night for going through the stop sign and not stopping. And me and that guy had to talk about how traffic flows in Derby. Mm-hmm. It worked out in my favor, actually. <laughs> Anyways, that's, we're getting way off. This is way not about track. me. This, see, we did the shop tour video up there, and they got mad at me because I kept cutting Clint off, and I talked too much. You're so good at it. This is, my, this is my New Year's resolution is to talk less. Where's but, that mute button at? Yeah, um, but, I need to talk for a second. <laughs> <laughs> your, your dad's not a very good speech coach. No, no. <laughs> so, no. All right. So, anyways, growing up, growing up, um, I mean, were, were you a good kid in school? Like, did you get straight A's? And I was good. You know, I, English probably wasn't my biggest suit. Probably like I mean, you're going to find this hard to believe, but it wasn't mine I'm, either. I'm, that, <laughs> I'm the hands-on type of guy, so I grew up working a lot, helping Dad. He had an excavating business since 72 or so, I think. So, Did you play any sports? Not really. I was out working. Yeah, I know that. So didn't do much. So. I was staring out the window. So, you know, the, go ahead. I learned a lot while I was young, so I don't regret you know, what I did. So, right. For sure. So, the guy we keep talking about that talks a lot is your uh, dad. My dad, yeah. He's uh, what? You, you, got, you probably guys probably seeing some videos now, too, Dad. So, so watch some videos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Greg will he's be in there. He's the guy hopping on equipment. We can't get the We're trying to get the camera enough. on turned quick. And he's firing it up. <laughs> and he's like, watch this. There will get never, the screwdriver. There will never be a cold start video with Greg because it'll done be started by the time the GoPro comes off. <laughs> he does not have the three seconds to wait for the flashy light. It is go time. <laughs> You better turn the camera on if you're that. Yeah, if you, uh, you see him walking, you better start clicking because that's the only way you're going to get it. <laughs> so what he, happened today? There was this random excavator that showed up, and you just yeah. like turn around. It's just like hucklebucking. We're in the, <laughs> across we're, the get, we're getting way off. This is how it's all podcast. <laughs> we get way off track. But there's like what 300 people there today. Yeah. yeah. And and like I'm scared to death. I'm gonna get smashed like a bug because there's people just swinging buckets around and all kinds of stuff. And I just happened to turn around. They brought in this, I'm going to call it the Lion King excavator. The, China, the, China, the yeah, China excavator. I look over and the bucket's flapping and it's attracting. Right. And I'm like, who the hell is the damn crazy ass in that? Wait a minute. I think I know him. <laughs> something new. He's never been on that brand. So I said, you ever seen one of these before? He's like, nope. <laughs> you see the video popped out today. This, I this got is on the a- podcast. You can say what he said. <laughs> He got on a D7E, the electric dozer, never been on one of those. He didn't have good things to say about it. So it's on video. <laughs> popped out today. Clint will not He's be sponsored school. by Caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you got to give it a day. He's old school, you can't change him. So. Him and, if we ever got him and Jerry together, we really would be in trouble. They'd work well together, I can tell you that. I so. don't know if they'd work. I think they would just talk the yeah, whole time. for sure. Then you'd give them two-way radios, and they'd both be going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? They'd just scream at each other. That's how they do it. <coughs> so, so, anyways, growing up, your dad had a, a very successful excavating business. He started out small, you know, when I was young, doing, it kind of reminded me what you're doing, but doing septic systems, residential stuff, and he got hooked up with um, 
some bigger people, Bender Lumber, and actually the guy that started the Pizza Huts, and we just traveling all over doing Pizza Huts in the 80s and stuff, and started doing a lot of subdivisions, got more equipment, bigger stuff, so... So we had thirty some pieces there at the end. You know, he's taking care of and running and so thirty something pieces. I mean, I, I I technically got like twenty five, but I mean, I don't like run like a twenty five piece excavating company. I just like collecting equipment. And right. I'd never back into this in your business because I have a hard time selling equipment. But um, that's a pretty good size operation. Yeah, we never run a lot of guys, but very efficient. You know, we run six, seven guys in the summertime, but right, very efficient. You know, me or him would always be on the jobs getting. Get stuff done. I mean, we'd, we'd get as much done as a, you know, a big company would have 20 guys on the job. So Right. It's all about being efficient there. Right. you got to have all that equipment even though you're not using every piece every right. day. That's you what know, people we did understand. All the, we did all the dirt work and parked that equipment, got on the pipe equipment, laid the pipe. and You know, you know that's one thing I talk about quite a bit with what I do. You know, some guys want to go out and buy the, the biggest, prettiest, most expensive excavator out there, and that's all they can afford, where I'm like, I'll take a cheap wore out one. Right. And then I can go buy two or three other pieces of equipment, and whatever I'm not using it that day, I can it can afford to sit for a little bit. You just need to know how wore out you need to go. Yeah, there is some limits. My dad there. started from scratch with nothing, and that's <laughs> you know we always work through summertime, you know, two or three months in the winter. We'd work on the old stuff, so you know he'd buy a new piece every two or three, four years or something like that. But he can tell you exactly how much every new piece he cost through to the, the, the 80s, 90s, and I, I guess that's started 70s, 80s, and 90s. I know how much a 1984. D six cost brand. Is that before or after tax? (laughs) (laughs) And why did he end up with the TD fifteen? Was it cheaper, or he decided it was a better? Had like five more horsepower or something, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they gave him better trade in. He had a one seventy five track loader, but he a lot of the people around home had international equipment. It's called a high lift (laughs) track loader. I live. <laughs> Depends on what part of the country you're from. Depends on who's telling you the story. That's kind of like the motor and engine debate I got going on in my channel. Oh, yeah. Do, do you ever get people that like, uh, what do you, you call it an excavator or a track o? Excavator. So we call them track o's. You call it something else, I but you get in trouble. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you get banned from Instagram. <laughs> you can call it a track, but it, the hoe better be attached. <laughs> you know, they call a backhoe a backhoe. You think a track would be a swing hoe. Yeah. You know, a swinging hoe. Or, I mean, I mean if it's a toter or if it's a TV, it's just a front end loader. Oh, man. It's, yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy what, uh, yeah, we, we could, that's a whole other conversation. We're, this is supposed to be about Clint, Chris. <laughs> we keep, getting, we keep getting sidetracked. That's pretty, what it is. That's pretty normal for this podcast, though. <laughs> All right. So, um, I guess by the time you get out of high school, this construction company is going pretty strong. It was. He was, in the nineties, it was real big. In two thousand oh one, it kind of slowed down there for a little bit. You know, when the, is it um, rude to ask what year you graduated? Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So we're the same age then. Did you graduate in ninety nine? Well, I should have, but I liked first grade so much I took it twice. <laughs> you want <one of> those kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's all making sense. Now. <laughs> it wasn't because I couldn't spell first grade; it's because I had asthma and I had spent some time in the hospital. No, I actually for... graduated midterm, and I think I may have missed like twenty one days my senior year. Really? But I was out working. See, I used those days. You know, I uh, I was horrible at English. And then I found I had to take that at night school to graduate. Right? Yeah, and then I found out that if I took drama class, it counted as an English credit. So Girl. yes, I played a dog I in a play. In it, I take I played it, I played a dog in a play to get out of senior Your mom English. Was proud wasn't she, she? Well, <laughs> mom come to the to the play. I don't think dad did. I think he was too embarrassed. That's my boy. But by golly, I got my senior English credit. I didn't That's have to. That's all you need. I didn't have to. I didn't have to write no book reports. I didn't have to do anything. 
That's all you need. I was good to go. So, you get, I mean, did you get out of high school and pretty much just went full time into the excavating business? Yeah, yeah, I was doing it before that, pretty, you know, every summer. And I mean, he had me out for hire when I was 11, 12 years old. I mean, I was loading a dump truck with a backhoe by myself when I was five or six. So, so was I grew the up, grew up in the stuff. So, so was the plan to um, kind of take that business over from him? That was kind of the plan. Yeah, um, it's uh, things change gears, but you know, if you ask me if I'd be where I am today, you know, five ten years ago, it's it's crazy. You well, know? if you would have asked me four years ago if I'd be doing YouTube, I said, well, "What's that?" Yeah, probably <laughs> six months ago if you'd asked me. That. <laughs> Coming from the guy that already had two videos with over a million views. Right. You know, I, I like. I was just trying to sell equipment. Well, yeah, I, like after uh, after I bought the first dozer, we'll just get into that later. <laughs> his channel randomly gets suggested to me. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Clint's got, what? He's got 2.4 million. <laughs> 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 like, what? It's crazy. Anyway, so. <laughs> So basically, so you're out of you're out of high school now. You're working with your dad. That's plugging along. So what, like, how was that going? And obviously, somewhere in there, you kind of veered off in a different path. Yeah, I think um, 2004, me and him started CNC equipment. Basically, it's just so we could buy equipment. And, you know, we was just flipping. It probably wasn't three or four pieces a year, just so we could buy it tax free and gotcha. you know, sell it and and all that stuff. So so yeah, CNC actually, equipment is. Um, the excavating company was was it Chitwood? Chitwood excavating. Yeah. And then so you started a whole separate. Yeah, separate. So we could keep track of that. Oh six. So chiming in in the back is Clint's wife Bridget, which she runs. She works with you. She's part of the she does. part Takes of the company. The so there's so a lot of it. Well, you yeah, we we found out though. <laughs> <laughs> she she's not big fans of the way we like to do business. No. Sales tax. Shady We're like sell, I've never heard of it. This is something new. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, you guys are married then, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Since 05. Since 05. So, if you started in 06, you were a year into marriage. See, I'm good at math. We was. Good well, for, I think the first year it was me and dad. That's where the C&C come from. And he was basically putting the money out and I was selling the stuff and we were splitting it for about the first year, maybe a year and a half or so. So, you were kind of. He was kind of basically bankrolling it. And, and we was just buying four or five doses a year, maybe some trucks and stuff. And then, See, I thought CNC equipment was Clint Chitwood, CNC. But some random name we come up with. It wasn't the greatest name ever because there's like two or three other companies <laughs> <laughs> in Tennessee. We'll get people that show up in Tennessee like, yeah, we're at, you know, we're at CNC equipment. We don't see no Army trucks. <laughs> I think there's another one what, down in Alabama or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh! I've already noticed since I've been doing YouTube, there's been at least two other Dirt Perfects show up. Yeah, one in Michigan and one in Georgia. There's quite a few Let's Digs. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you got. He's got like Let's Dig 19, Let's Dig 20. We got one to 50. (laughs) (laughs) And a couple of them use the same profile image. (laughs) There's another one in Canada too, so it's a popular name, I guess. CNC equipment. So, so what was the driving factor behind? starting to do this just something to do in the winter time when it was slow or did the excavating slow down or it didn't really slow down yet it was still going hard um up till what 2008 or so mm-hmm. um you know everything, everything slowed down it's not that we couldn't have been working that you know, everything's paid for always was but everybody was out there trying to keep you know their guys busy and just making payments and they're out there working for nothing so um yeah doing what they had to to survive right i think uh 
I was buying and selling dozers and stuff on the side. Always done that, and you know, pickup trucks and stuff. But I started selling on eBay about then too. I think oh six. But I uh, eBay's my nasty habit. I bought a lot. That's of how I got eBay's. What really made me because I have no location. I didn't. The old shop was plumb off the road, so yeah. didn't see nothing. But that's uh, what really made me got me going big. So. Um, yeah, oh oh eight. Uh, I bought an army truck or oh seven, one little army truck for nine hundred dollars, and I brought it home. And uh, I was had a dozer for sale. A guy bought the dozer. He said, "I need something to pull my dozer with." I said, "Well, I just drove this truck home." <laughs> I, I bought this truck. How convenient! I bought this truck, and it had no heater, no windshield wipers. Old Deuce now is what it was. M thirty five. Drove it home in the ice freeze. I had Arctic Carhartts on and everything else. Hold, hold, hold that thought for Sounds just like a second. A unimog. Hold, hold, <laughs> don't forget that thought, but if we take Clint's bid number and buy us a semi and a low boy tomorrow, do we still have to pay sales tax? Oh, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I bought that truck. Tags, and so yeah. that, that, can we offset something? This guy needs a, a truck to pull his dozer with, so um, I said I just drove his truck in, so I ended up selling it, flipping it for quite a bit more than what I paid for it, so I went and bought. Fourteen years time, later, he still won't say how much profit, so he don't look like he's screwed. I bought this truck for nine hundred dollars, <laughs> and I think I sold it for forty five hundred. I literally just drove it home. This is when stuff was cheap, and nobody was looking on the internet for government right. stuff, and and I didn't have much money then, so I went back out and bought I think fourteen trucks. The day, well, yeah, I bought them like two weeks before, but they all cleared the day after he was born. And here I've got fourteen trucks to get out in like three days. So you went. From I left one her to- in the hospital. <laughs> So you went from one to fourteen. You're just jumping well, in. Fourteen was only twenty five thousand dollars or something. You know, only twenty five thousand. Then I just took that and just kept rolling it and rolling it. You know, I was bringing these trucks home and you know flipping them and it just <laughs> turned into monster. Then I started stocking parts for them because I need all these parts and snowballed from there. So. I wish the camera could yeah. see Bridget's face right now because it looks I like it was only that simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I left her the day, I, day I, after he was born. So the, the look the look on her face is he is not telling the full story. There is a lot <laughs> left out here. There's a lot. <laughs> I'm like your mom's here. It's fine. <laughs> but you dad, got plenty of dad, practice with the first one. Dad yeah, told yeah. me I was an idiot for buying the first truck, pretty much. And he told me I was really an idiot for... You know, buying fourteen more. But that's that's motivation, though. That is. If I'd listened, to, he, he's gave me a lot of good advice. But if I'd listened to everything, I probably wouldn't be where he's at. So, <laughs> I had another guy that was working for him. It would help me too, and he told me I was here for these trucks. So, what probably over a thousand trucks? later, here we are. So at least that's hard to tell. Him. So this was uh, what two thousand seven eight ish eight yeah. So was that really where it kind of started? That was where you had your first success was with the Army trucks? Yeah. We kind of quit doing the dirt work for everybody around 2011, so I was still doing both. So it was uh, a lot of, and lot that's, of work. That's not because you uh, the work wasn't there. You guys, I mean, your dad was getting to retirement age at that time, right? He was and had a lot of other things going on too. So he he made a lot of good money in the 90s and 2000s, 80s. So it was right. good in the 90s. You couldn't screw up moving dirt and you know, he could go out and get whatever job he wanted to. It was just, you know, pick your job. It's not like you're bidding 10 jobs to get one. So it was a little different back then. Now everybody's doing it. So so, mm-hmm. well, so back then, were you focused on government surplus or it was just whatever you could find? Kind of whatever. Um, back then, it was mainly more government stuff, and I just used the 
equipment for filling stuff. So the government stuff is so sporadic. Like right now we're not getting anything, and tomorrow there may be 50 dozers dump out, and you've got to buy all 50 of them because you may not see them for another two years. It's just the way it is. So Is there any heads up on, like, when they're going to? There's not. You get a couple weeks maybe. but Really? Yeah, it's. And I was very versatile, you know, 08 hit and things were slowing down. I started building all these custom trucks. You know, I was building crew cab trucks and bob trucks, taking the axle out of them and doing stuff different than what everybody else is, was doing. So there's not a handful of people that was doing what I was doing across the country. So, so I mean, like, for you, as far as your mechanical ability, I mean, anybody that watches your channel knows, obviously knows you're pretty damn handy. I mean, is that all self-taught? Learned it a lot from Dad and people working for him. And, you know, I just... He's out there, and, you know, I remember as a kid, he's out there rebuilding the motors in the 175 track loader, you want to call it, or high lift. Or, <laughs> you know, out here at 9 That's o'clock at night under a tree, you know, I'm out here helping him, and, you know, I just grew up around You're it, shining so. the light where you can see it, getting yeah, yelled at. But. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, hand them tools and wrenches, but I grew up around it. You know, you have a knack for it, too. It's Yeah, they're... they're I mean, I think I think anybody could probably learn it if they wanted to, but some right. some people just naturally think that way. Right. Yeah, for sure. The same way with operating or anything else. So you can tell whether somebody's got it or not. So. Yep. According to your dad, I do not have it. Did you watch <laughs> the last? Operator what is it? Oh, yeah. Did you watch the last video? <laughs> no, I heard it. I heard it several times. <laughs> I just want my jump box back. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make sure nobody got <laughs> ran over. Did you see the comment? I put? <laughs> yeah. You're just going to town with that I'm thing, and he's just like, I want my jump box back. You're you're like pulling it, and the battery's coming out, and your dad I was, wham! If you've seen the amount of fuel that came out of the exhaust of this thing that got rained on by me, I was just making sure I had a fuel shut off if this thing decided to run away. I already scoped and, that part out. And you, well, you forgot to relay the message. <laughs> it was nice seeing you struggle. I want my jump box back. For the, for the record, if you How many times did I say that? About four, I think. <laughs> Finally get it back after like the five minute operator my ass. <laughs> we watched that video last night. If you guys want to know what we're talking about on Chris's channel, you got a short video. Uh, what was that? A 544? 644C. Yeah. What was the title on it? You remember? Uh, Will Should have been Old start. Smokey. <laughs> will it start? 644C, will it start? I'm pretty sure you knocked two or three years off Mike's life. Yeah. Your Mike and his own life. I told my wife I was a non-smoker after that one. I'm not for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that pretty, thing started up. The wind was... Well, first I'm off, pretty I pretty sure sp- Dad made a comment about the smoke blowing in your face. <laughs> no, that was the ether. When you spray it, he's like, it's going to yeah, blow back the, in your face. The wind's going the wrong way. I can't reach the starter button in the ether at the same time. I'm watching you do it, though. Yeah, and a lot. there was four people there. Is anybody helping me? No. I was holding the jump box. Yeah, you I mean, he was get back. I was filming, you know. <laughs> I'm a safe distance. So after I inhaled the ether, fuel came out of the exhaust, and I drank that pretty <laughs> sure. Fuel doesn't come out the exhaust. It did all now. I think that was water. It was soot. How do you know? You guys taste it? Because I did. <laughs> we had a good time watching you. Oh, I noticed. I noticed. <laughs> So, what were we even talking about? See, this is what happens on these podcasts. We get completely. Oh, you said, uh, you know, sometimes you can just notice, a, a, like, an operator or a mechanic's got it. And right. uh, you can tell in 15 minutes, you, you guys have. It's going to work or yeah. it ain't. I was telling, <laughs> telling Clint the story. I said, you remember, I said, you know what your first word your dad ever said to me? He goes, it's hard telling. <laughs> so, he has no filter. So. Whenever uh, we had all the issues with the 850 and Clint come down to, I can't remember if you were picking it up or dropping it off. I think I was picking it up. Yeah, so obviously it wasn't a good time. 
first second. Well, the internet don't know about third, fourth, and fifth. They just know. I think it may have been the second time. Because I already knew where I was going this time. (laughs) (laughs) So this was the job when we had the damn slide out. And I think whenever you guys were there, we pretty much had it all pretty much had it all dug out and your dad walks over. I didn't know who he was. First time I ever seen him in my life. He walked over and looked over the edge and comes back. He goes, I sure you hope you know what the hell you're doing, boy. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> so, but uh anyway, so yeah. Mechanical ability. So you just kind of picked it up along the way. I mean, you didn't go to any formal school for it or anything like that. Just no, I mean, really, I was operating most of the time. The thing, you know, we'd have six guys out to run. If something broke down, I was jumping off mine and fixing it, and another guy would jump on, you know, whatever I was running. Well, I think there's um, – you, you employ people. I've employed people over time. And in certain instances, as far as mechanicing and operating, I would almost rather employ somebody with experience than I would at ed- education. Oh, for sure. Um, you can't replace on-the-job training, you know, classroom. Well, you, and you can't buy it either. No. I mean, you have to earn it. You can sit in a classroom all you want and read books and until you get out in the real world. There's one it. thing all classrooms have in common, and they're based around a perfect world. Mm-hmm. And that's one exactly. thing we do not live in is a perfect world. Uh, nice new equipment. fixing the non-perfect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's how we make our living, honestly, is being able right. to make those, just, those calls, whether it's, you know, mechanicing on something or excavating on something. Right. <clears throat> and uh, and going forward, so so we're I guess where are we at now? 2011 ish. Uh, the excavating company is is rolling down, and the uh, buying, selling, and trading is um, ramping up. Yeah, I think Jay may come on about that time, 2010. So we need to explain who Jay is because he'll come into play later. later yeah, so in this I was just a one man. I had one guy that would help me. You know, I'm selling parts on eBay. I probably got 350, 400 items now. So I'm waking up at. Three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, printing off shipping labels, you know, so we can package stuff up for the first hour of the day. Then working in the shop and phones, phones getting out of control at this point. And we should also point out this was not the shop facility you're in now. No, it was the old shops, actually the excavating shop. So it was fifty by seventy two, I think. So you, so since the ex- we had no flat ground where we was at though. Look, I had hillsides terraced off. You know, I'd have. Back then, I'd have a hundred trucks or so stacked in oh my hillside terraced in. So I might know something about the hillsides. You've been to yeah. my shop. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what you know. We had it though, and half of it was the ridge wasn't twenty foot wide, and all these terraces and stuff that's been hauled in from jobs over the years. You know that kind of stuff. So, so I mean, I'm just trying to picture this. You now have a hundred trucks at this shop, and you're still married. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a problem. Our house is. You know, all the all the trucks that come in go past our house. So. <laughs> yeah, for sure. See, there's, there's a reason why in my house there's no windows facing that direction. <laughs> well, it sucks you're sitting there at night at 6 o'clock and you think you're done and here comes this truck driver and oh, wanting oh, to get loaded or he's going to sit there all night. And I'm like, yeah, really? I'm like over it. So. Yeah. Or some guy pick, comes to pick up a low boy trailer at 6 o'clock on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd learned my lesson. You should have. You should have. So. Yeah, I think about 20... 2011, Jay come to work or so. Now, Jay's no relation? No, I grew up with him in school. I think he's a year younger than me. He just had a birthday. So you guys known each other your whole life? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, he grew up here locally. So. And what? There I guess, was a lot of trust involved. And, in, you know, he he was, he was worked at Yamaha, the Yamaha dealership, as a salesman, so for about 10 years before that. But So what would uh, what, what do you call Jay's title with what you do now? He's probably head over the sales and stuff, so. 
that was the problem. The phone was getting out of control and dealing with people. It's not that I didn't like talking to people. Yeah, just, but it takes up a lot of time. time. Yeah, you, you get focused on something, and then, and then if you're calls talking and, to you're talking to somebody some about some people, us. just want to call and you know talk about, and that's fine and dandy, but just don't have enough time for it all. Yeah, but they may come back. They may talk to say, hey, this guy, you know, may come back and buy something from you. You only later, get so. that one time to make that first impression. Right, too. that's exactly right. So, um, so Jay's been with you since 2011. He basically so he took over phone duties and selling phone and sales. Yeah, I'm sure he was helping and with postal stuff and stuff. Yeah. So I'm uh, out out in the shop and running around buying stuff and you know. It's a, and if people watch your videos, uh, well, first off, the few times I've dealt with CNC, and I I should mention that uh, I guess the first time we really crossed paths was about seven years ago. Uh, you guys bought a 650H dozer that yeah, I was interested. Cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, it was the dozer I was planning on buying, and I ended up buying my D4 instead and uh, dealt with Jay back then. And I've called up there and talked to Jay a few times about some different things over the years. And, and, and Jay was the salesman on the, the first 850 dozer. I mean, Jay's, right. Jay's, um, Jay's a good guy. You're lucky to have him. I can't be there for everything. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Jay's a good guy. You're, you're oh, lucky. he is. He's good on the phone, so good with people. He's level-headed, and I, I'll, get, I'll get hot-headed every once in a while. So. Keep it real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I can only handle so much, so. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's another story. That damn Simon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, in full disclosure, whenever I showed up there, Jay asked me what I did for a living, and I said, you do. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, he comes out and here. And I'm pretty sure. I'm like, there, there's no way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he horse laughed. He's like, yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, we're getting ahead of ourselves again. I'm bad about this. So, 2011, uh, Jay's on board now. You got 100 trucks in the backyard. Wife's getting ready to kill you. Jay's right. got to, Jay's got to save the marriage. He's now marriage counselor selling trucks. <laughs> we're building custom trucks and rolling pretty hard for what till 20. I mean, we've been going every year has been better than the last, but starting to get out of control about what 2015 or so. And, and are you pretty much focusing on these surplus trucks? We was. We starting to do a lot more equipment then. You know, I've been coming down here to Florida for 14 years now, so I was always buying, you know, equipment on the side, so. <laughs> Paying tax on every single one of them. Because oh. I couldn't get a dealer's license at old shop location, so. Are you sure you wouldn't like to join us? Okay. <laughs> well, you're fine. I'm just asking. They're wondering I, where this I, random I, voice I, I is kind of coming from. I feel like this, I feel like it'd be a lot more colorful if we, we had the oh, other it, side. Yeah. <laughs> We get, I think as Paul Harvey would say, we get the rest of the story. Right? <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> no, you're perfectly fine. You're perfectly fine. Um, so what? Was, I guess the trucks is just because that's where the money was at. That's what was available, or it's what was surplusing out. So, um, and we got it selling the Unimogs a lot too. I was traveling buying those, and that was something. I'm always into something. If you got to be doing something different, if you want to be mm-hmm. so different, whatever else is doing. So. I need you to help me clear something up real quick. Because I'm building this, I don't know if you've heard, but I've I've got this project called Lieutenant Dan. How many years has that been going on, Clint? You cannot be a real life commenter right now. You know how many comments I've got. How many more years it'll be going on? You know how many people want that truck to be at my shop <laughs> well, so to get finished? <laughs> how many comments I've got? Is it back in the garage or is it in the? Uh, it's still in storage. Storage. Well, storage. Yeah. Everybody hoped it went to my shop. Uh, no. Um, Will you please explain that not all army trucks are the same? Because <laughs> <They are not. laughs> what? My, yeah, I know. Can you believe it? Because everybody that sees an army truck, they they like, I'm like, 
Like I looked long and hard for Lieutenant Dan because it is not your average armor truck. It's a pretty rare one, that's for sure. Thank you. Hard to oh, find. Goodness. And it's not the same truck he had. Thank you. And I've built more than one dump truck. Yeah. So just because it's an army truck doesn't mean they're all the same. There's no. a lot of different ones. So <laughs> I mean everybody I don't want to get off too far on this, but everybody wants me to get Lieutenant Dan done. I like I don't want it to be done because I don't have nothing to work on. It's I got project, I, I gotta right. find a new project. Well, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so and I, there's auctions down here you can get more stuff to work on. I know there's a dump truck for sale. Camper? Yeah, there's a camper. That's all. Oh, I thought you were staying out of this. You need to go another room. <laughs> so, here, do you get more comments about you need to finish Lieutenant Dan or you need to finish? Uh, it's more on the camper. More thing, on the yeah. camper, yeah. It's, yeah, they named it too. Please don't take this the wrong way, but I don't think I'm going to be able perfect, to afford it. Perfect camper is what it's called. I don't think I'm going to be able to afford Everybody the perfect for camper. Us to name stuff now. And... Yeah, my forklifts, big forklifts got it. I think we called it Big Mo one time, or Kevin did, so now it's it's, it's name. Everybody's calling it Big Mo. Every once in a while, I'll get somebody that uh, will get on the channel, and they'll go, they'll just go off about Lieutenant Dan and how that name's wrong, and I'm robbing it from Forrest Gump and all this stuff. I'm like, thanks, it's a tribute to my late dad. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> but it's the truth. <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, I... I say it funny, but serious all at the same time. But it's like sometimes it's like I just want to like plant that seed that maybe you should think or ask a question before you have an opinion or talk a little bit. So, right. Anyways. So, yeah, the uh, Lieutenant Dan project. But you're rolling on these dump trucks. You're building them. That's what surplus. Dump trucks, you and out, doing some yellow equipment and a little bit of everything. So, and then it starts getting out of control. So, this is out of control in a good way. It is. And I think. I bought that property where the new shop's at this time. I bought it when we was in Florida, actually. Really? And that land had been for sale forever, and it's, it was a poor piece of ground, but it was zoned commercial, so. And it was, it was in the close right to home. It was in the right county. Yeah, and it wasn't in the other county, so. Yeah. Which I'm not going to say. <laughs> no, I, no, I understand, but that I mean. Was, that was the big, that was the re- another reason why I moved out of there, too, so. They were giving me trouble, so. Yeah, which is, which is a shame. Uh, My dad's been paying... So the shop I was working at was actually my dad. So, and even though that was all residential, he'd been paying commercial taxes on that one acre of ground there since the eighties. But yet, it was a problem now. Yeah, it would, that's just was it the hundred trucks that was there? Or? <laughs> <laughs> he's had a business there since like, he moved out there in seventy three. But supposedly he's not grandfathered in because it's a different name. I don't know. Did Did you tell him you know your rights? We went in there and fought. You can't. Fight with that county. Yeah. yeah, I know in the county. Did you let Greg tell him? That. Oh, me and him went in there. It, I even had, it was so bad I had my phone stuck in there videotaping. I was like, it's going to go. That could be the next viral video. You still got to. I don't so. you still, I'm like, do it's going to go bad. So. Do you still have this? So, so that, so that, I guess all, all those factors combined was the driving factor for the new shop. It was. It was outgrowing. You know, years of living at the shop, it basically it just getting out of control. So. About that was what twelve acres, I think. Fifteen. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. But it was basically a swamp, right? It was. It. Uh, so I bought equipment to fix it all up. Um, bought a big TD twenty five C military tractor. Put wide pads on it. It was a swamp. Um, it'd been sitting for sale for, I don't know how many years. Probably ten years or so. Mm-hmm. But uh, spent a lot of time. We dug a lot of dirt out. Raised it up four or five foot. It was. In the edge of a floodplain. Actually, where the attachments are was an old fire station. 
and it flooded out in that flood of 2008, I think. And I don't know if you guys got that flood. Uh, our big flood was 2011, but... Um, it may have been 11. Yeah, it was 2008. So, Anyway, I raised that all up above all that. And, you know, we had uh, 26 semi-loads of fly ash brought in, had it all tilled in and stabilized three different times and put uh, 100,000 tons of stone down, and, or 10,000 tons, I guess. Hmm. It was a hundred thousand dollars. That was the number. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stone. Hundred thousand in there somewhere, yeah, huh? Yeah. All so, comes down to how much it cost. And. Yeah, that was a big. You built the two buildings up there, so it's, yeah, it's I, nice. We got plenty of room and everything. So, well, yeah, and I know you've done an equipment or did a property tour or shop tour video on your channel, and then uh, I did one on mine as well. A better one. <laughs> Might have included the whole facility. Yeah, that. Uh, well, I kind of felt bad that day because I'm pretty sure I was the guy that showed up right at quitting time because we were running late getting out of Indianapolis. You're and... always late, especially on Saturdays, <laughs> picking up trailers. <laughs> well, I, I was on time. Do you know who he is? <laughs> I've learned it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, the um, I mean, dummy lock. Just get it. Yeah, <laughs> um, she'll send you the paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> With all the taxes on there, <laughs> but you guys, I don't know if I don't know if the camera does. Like everybody that comes to visit my shop, and you included, the first thing you do is you walk through the door and you're like, "Wow, this is way smaller than it looks on camera." Right. right. I like your shop and your facility is the opposite. Yeah, we've look, got like seven, eight acres. You know, yeah, your 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 place looks way smaller on camera than what it really is. Because uh, I mean, not only I mean your warehouse is twice the size of my shop, four times, eight times the size of my shop. What is the warehouse? It's uh, 50 by 120 or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, my shop's only 40 by 44. So, yeah. I mean, that goes into comparison. It's, um, it's. I guess what I'm trying to say is it's a pretty good size operation because, well, I mean, just roughly what percentage of the business is, is parts and Jeep sales? And I honestly don't know the numbers anymore. Um, it's a bunch. Yeah, I mean, when I first got into parts, you know, I was a two-man operation. I was happy just to sell enough parts to pay for my employee I had. So right. I know it's way, way past that now. So. I'm like, this would be nice. I don't have to pay my employees. Now, now his employee works 72 hours a week. and Now I got two of them taking care of the parts. So. Wow. No, it's a big number. I don't. I just look at the whole number at the end of the day. Well, so. I, I guess my point of that conversation is, is you guys um, – I mean, the parts are a big part of the business, I guess, is what I'm trying to they say. They are. There's good money in the parts, too. So It's just you got to hold on to them until somebody needs them. Right. And my, when I first started out, you know, a lot of people don't actually stock parts. I always stock parts, you know. I control my inventory. It's people that just drop ship stuff from places, and mm-hmm. we still do that some, but 90% of the stuff I sell is sitting on the shelf. So besides right. the undercarriage stuff, we keep some stuff in stock <laughs> So once you got the new shop built, I mean, did this open new doors of the business as far as being able to move more stuff? It did. Um, you know, even though we'd been there, people people knew of us, but they didn't realize what exactly was going on. So we got a lot of loggers started coming in and that well, kind of and stuff. Well, and so. as time went on, you're in a pretty secluded location. Right. Even though you're on a state highway, it's pretty secluded. Right. But as time went on, the internet became more and more popular. If it wasn't for the internet, I wouldn't be where I was at. So. Right. So what... Um, Today, your wife works with you there. Was she with you the whole time, or did yep. she? Taking care of it from day one, paperwork, and helping out. And then uh, then Jay come on. 
Yeah, Jay, I always had like one guy that helped me, you know, just two of us in the shop. Um, I think I may have had about three guys at the time we moved, probably. So what, uh, I mean, I'd say we got, what, five or seven guys now? Yeah, there's what? Nine nine total employees. It's about six of us at the shop all the time. I like how every time I ask a question, yeah. he just look looks at her. I don't know. He's like, I just work in the we shop. Got seven. We got nine. Oh, yeah, we there's do. usually about four of us in the shop, and there's there's two in the office and me and her. So. Gotcha. And the cleaning lady. And the yeah. cleaning lady. Most yeah, important. the cleaning lady. I don't have a cleaning service at my house. If you guys watch Mrs. Their Perfect Video, <laughs> yeah. it's very I've clean. seen a five-minute video of it, I think. That was for a show. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't take the leaf blower in the house, did you? Oh, that's an idea. That's why you can use the electric one. Yeah, I got a couple of those. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Oh, that, I would. question is, do we film it or not? Because I may be filming my own death. You will. <laughs> you better dig a hole first. <laughs> I'm good at that. I can't hear you. <laughs> Unless you ask your dad, then I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I get the new shop, new opportunities, new, I mean, just allowed you to grow in every direction. Yeah, it is. You, you know, pretty much unleashed over there. So it's away from home. It's separated. You know, ten minutes. It's nice. It's close enough. It's you know still convenient. But right, right, the home. It's the best the thing I ever did work. was separating it. So what sure. now? So what was the what year did you get the new shop completed? Uh, sixteen. I bought the property in fifteen. Moved to dirt. We didn't wait until August, of course, till it was the driest part of the year. Then it freaking rained that whole month. Like right. you know. <laughs> Just my luck. I had a six-inch pump running oh my God. for two months. Dewatering. Yeah. You dig down four foot, and it's just natural water table there. It's a swamp, so. Which is crazy because it is, like, super it's, nice now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first thing, you know, Dad. Ain't did, nothing like a six-foot lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, first thing, right Dad, we it. dug a big ditch all the way around. Everybody's like, what are you doing? We're just pulling the water down, you know, so. Yeah. You got to. It's It was different ground. What, you know, we I'm not sure that's how your dad would explain it, but, yeah, that's what. <laughs> everybody it was funny we'd be out there working and over here draining like draining like women over here it was just me and him out there working so people would just randomly stop by because we're in the middle of nowhere in here we've got all this equipment there's 12 acres of dirt tore up and everybody's what's going on he said oh, we're putting in a walmart <laughs> every person stopped by, I'm like you gotta quit saying that <laughs> it is funny He's always got something coming out of his mouth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, uh, we may have to once you get him YouTube trained. We'll have to get him on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be interesting for sure. So get the filter there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, get you a bleep button. Yeah, I don't know if I, I got. I got several. I'm not even going to push those buttons. I don't know what they do. <laughs> uh, so basically, every, I mean, from 2016, I mean, everything's hunky dory, moving right along, doing good. Yeah, we're. Um, Growing and you know expanding, we started selling undercarriage. We did that, started that at the old shop, so from ITR and got into Jeep stuff. Yeah, so that was my next are going to be one of my next questions is like, how in the world did you start start getting into the the um, parts importing business? I'd been importing army truck parts. You know where I was buying them from the suppliers. They're basically a middleman. Um, they were just importing them. And I think a couple of them companies reached out to me, and, you know, I'm cutting the middleman out and, you know, getting 7,500% markup and stuff, so I'm cutting that guy out. So started doing that, and then the Jeep people kind of reached out to me, and I seen an opportunity, so jumped on it. And right, because that's kind of turned into, uh, I'd say, maybe a Whenever little... Whenever you can cut the middleman out, it's a lot, lot better deal. So. <laughs> 
So uh, I'm trying to figure out how we can get this dozer cheaper today. Who's the middleman in I your know. Cheaper. <laughs> we kind of we kind of need the middleman, don't we? <laughs> the middleman's not making any money. Here. I think we're at that. point I got now. too many friends now. That's now the middleman ain't making no money. The government ain't making yeah. no money. <laughs> Yeah, so. this is farm use. <laughs> yeah. It's getting real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> people come in with their yeah. Farm they sell use. those orange triangles yeah. in Florida somewhere. We're going to take one from somewhere. We're going to drive this thing home. <laughs> Afraid? What? I just uh, I just bought a farm back home. I don't know if anybody even knows that. The first thing I did farm use. The first thing I did whenever I bought the farm and closed on. I think the first person I texted was Officer Hoover and said, "I'm getting some farm blades." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so everything's, I mean, everything's clicking along. Business is good. No food paws whatsoever. And then one guy, one day this jackass shows up and buys a dozer. Yeah. Changed my life. <laughs> so we got, Dear we, diary. <laughs> we, we got to talk about, we're going to call it the dozer incident. That was, that was a year ago this time when all that was going down. Yeah. Little did I know I was down here and had somebody working on my stuff and I do is change the air filter. So I get questions. <laughs> so let's let's cover this really well because we both get all kinds of comments and everything about it. So I'll, I, I want to give Clint a fair shake to tell his side of the story on all this. So basically, I, one thing I want to mention before is I've been up. I've seen you guys. I know what you do. Everything was always like like you don't. Like, literally, you do not sell junk. I mean, everything no, is... I mean, you guys see me at auctions. I'm not... I see something that's half shady. I'm not even going to touch it. Right. Because I know somebody's going to give full price for it because they don't know what's going on. Right. It's not something I can buy and fix up. Walk so. right past it. So, I knew I had a bunch of work coming up, and the old 850B was getting tired, and, and I I kept an eye on his website up there, and I've watched a couple other places, and he had one up there one to have 7000 almost $8,000 on it. Mm-hmm. And it was... The the ire, ires, ours... Why can't I not talk? Words. Words, they're hard. We didn't do English. Yeah. <laughs> Drama. Drama. Yeah. You told I, that teaching I lady, need to be dramatic about this. Be an operator. <laughs> I'm going to move me some dirt. Uh, but uh, they put it in my price range, I'll be honest. And I probably wouldn't even went and looked at the dozer if it didn't rain that day. That's whenever it rains, everybody shows up. Yep. So here I come rolling in there. Of course, I called Jay. And, uh, you know, Jay said, yeah, it's still there. And, of course, Jay's a salesman. I got three other people called her about it this morning. <laughs> I did, literally. I was, <laughs> I was, I think Jay was off a couple of days, and I was driving to Pennsylvania to another sale, and I had this guy was all but getting ready to buy the thing. <laughs> you're, you're this close away from that? <laughs> well, he was, he was waiting on me to get back. I think you come on a Monday, maybe. I think I did, Monday morning. I yeah. literally could have sold it to this other guy, but, you show, you know, somebody shows up there, so I'm like, I'll sell it to him. He's seen it, so. So, <laughs> I kind of felt bad about the other guy because I talked to him. I don't know how many times on the phone. So, so anyways, I I um I, sh- I go Jay up. Didn't know about this either, and I think he done sold it to you or something too. So, so I show up. I talk to Jay, and um, yeah, I just giving Jay a hard time. He's being a salesman, so Jay's a good guy. <laughs> so, anyways, I go up there, and uh, it was cold, rainy, nasty. It was it was not an ideal day. Go out there, dozer fires right up. Go forward, backwards. You know, do the few things. I asked Jay, I said, has it been serviced? Yep, ran it through the shop. Everything is good. Air conditioner works, as far as I know. Sounds good. And I didn't, I mean, I'm guilty. I did not look the dozer over as good as I could because I'm like, ah, these guys, you know, everything's top-notch through here. Whatever. So 
Um, of course, the first thing was I get home and the uh, the track was on backwards. And uh, I noticed it in one of the pictures. And I uh, called Jay up. And I, I I wish Jay was here, but he I, he, he all but told me no. <laughs> I was like, man, can you switch the track around? He's like, yeah. And then so we uh, had new undercarriage sitting for that. We just didn't get it yet. That's a should have waited. No, no, I've still got the new rail. I've got two rails sitting there for it. But uh, uh, he, <laughs> I, I think I was going to accept the fact the track was backwards. And then I guess he did. He talk to you and then ended up changing or something. Yeah, yeah he, we swapped him around because he called me. He called me back. Did YouTube tell you it was on backwards, or did you figure it out? It was on backwards. Actually, I figured it out from the pictures. And you too, I knew it was on backwards the day I loaded on the trailer when I took it in on trade. Cause it's I, d- I, did not, I did not notice it was on backwards the day we I was there. I didn't mess with it because I figured it wouldn't sell and I was going to put new undercarriage under it. So. <laughs> or nor did the guy buying it would actually notice it was on backwards. <laughs> so See, it, I took this dozer in on trade. I think it was right before I left for Florida last year. So it kind of went in the shop and I had another boy there working for me who don't work for me no longer, supposedly. You know, went through it. So, well, I mean, in Clint's defense, being a guy that has employees, it's impossible to keep tracks. I mean, it sometimes when you, you're not there, things you know, production go down to half, and you know, things things. And happen. you can't, um, as much as you like to think you'd have your finger on everything they do, it's impossible to to double check everything. At the end of the day, it's my name on the stuff too. So, right, right. So, so long story short, me and Jade made a deal that day. I want to make sure I get these timelines right. So, me and Jay made a deal that day. I think I kind of jumped the gun a little bit on the bank because uh, it took me about a week to get you paid. and um, But I did leave a deposit. I did everything the right way. So it was probably, it was probably, what, three? Because it sat there for two weeks before I trucked it out of there. It was a little while because I remember swapping the track around. In fact, Hunter helped me, but and it sat there a while after that. So. Yeah, so basically from the time I bought it to the time <laughs> I got it home was probably three weeks. Uh, and then once I got it home, I think it set for another week for I even mess with this thing. And basically, I had a Sunday afternoon. Probably had it hid from your wife the whole time. Well, no, don't tell don't tell all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember if I told her I bought that one or not. That's actually a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, basically, I had a Sunday afternoon, and I had some work to do right there close to the house. We were getting ready to haul it out on a big job. And I thought, well, I better go run this thing just to make sure. Right. Because the big job was like an hour and a half from home. I'm like, I better go run this thing a little bit just to make sure we're in good shape and, um, you know, just run it to make sure we're in good shape, just the technicalities. And it was a Sunday. So I go up there, and, of course, it's hotter than Hades, turn the air conditioner on, nothing. <laughs> and see, my biggest problem, I took that, I'd sold that company that traded that in, I think, three machines. And I took their word for it. And a mechanic, I've talked to him several times, and you know everything was hunky dory. Asked him. Of course, I bought it in February, January, and I asked him about. The, yeah, it was working. You know, last time I used it, so yeah, everything yeah. had been. So, so at this point, I wasn't like overly concerned. I'm like, eh, air conditioner, it's you know, little free on, little free on, we're good to go. So then I ran it for like two hours, and the temperature gauge is not stopping. It's like taking a hike over the mountain and going down the other side. And I'm like, "Ooh boy, you made it that far?" Yeah, it was. You know what was crazy? I rolled in there Monday morning to pick that up from the coal mine it come from at seven o'clock in the morning over in Illinois, and it just come off the third shift Sunday. It was they were literally digging the tracks out of it. But that was in the middle of winter, though. Too, I think. I think in the middle of winter, it probably would have been all right. So I'm seeing all this thinking, well, they're running every day. It's a good, you know, right, right, yeah. Yeah. straight off the job. So then, 
That's one straight off the job. (laughs) So I'm like, I mean, at this point, I'm like, I'm not really aggravated at all. I mean, I bought a used piece of equipment. I bought it as is. You know, it's, it's. I mean, like, I have not even blaming these guys for anything at all at this point. And then the air filter light comes on. (laughs) You must have only had one Pepsi in the cooler. Is all I've got. (laughs) So. yeah, so at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm thinking. Well, I'm, it's a good thing I didn't say what I was thinking to myself because that wouldn't have been good. But I don't remember what I said on the video. But I'm like, all right, if I pull this air filter out and it's clean, it's Sunday, I don't blame you. Yeah, so <laughs> if I pull this air filter out and it's clean, I'm still cool with everything. Now, if I pull this air filter out and it's a dirty wad of crap, I got a problem. <laughs> and unfortunately, it was a coal mine in there. It was. And then, of course, you know, from my side of things, the first thing I'm thinking is, well, crap, what else? Now I'm really concerned because, you know, we got a final drive getting ready to go here. Is the transmission getting hot? You know, yada, yada, yada. And I went back and watched the video. I don't think I purposely, like, like, I never, I don't think I'm, I don't think I ever said, like, anything malicious. It was just my experience of what I got that day. And I got, I know you got tore up well, worse than it did, but I got tore up too saying, well, you bought it as is. And all. I said that I bought it as is like, I wasn't asking for help. I wasn't, right. I was just giving you my experience of what went down that day. They um, should have called us too. It was what, two months later before the video aired. And Well, so that's where I want to go with the rest of it is, is, is I, I fully accepted. I bought the dozer as is. It wasn't your fault. It was my fault. I went up there and looked at it. I signed the paperwork that had the sales tax on it. <laughs> <laughs> I signed the paperwork that had the sales tax on it, and right below the sales tax it says "as is, where is." Right. Yeah, got it, Bridget. I saw everything there. that way, but yeah. you know we're always standing behind stuff too. So, so uh, part of what the problem is here is there's a there's a big time disconnect. Um, Somebody can't put their videos out on time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole world knows yeah. that it's it's seasonal. There's real time, like, and then summer is filmed in fall. Fall is your. I think the videos. leaves are just falling right now. Did I they? tell you, Cleveland came to work one time in the middle of August in a Carhartt. I said, "What are you doing?" He said, "Filming for October." <laughs> Smart ass. So, so anyways, two months goes by. I mean, in real time, from the time that those who left your lot, it was probably close to three months. It was a while, yeah. Two months goes by. Clint thinks you're sharing pictures I post on social media. You think everything's hunky-dory and life's good. My videos are scheduled. They go up. I mean, I don't know what video's coming out next. I got them scheduled a month ahead of time. So a video post that morning, I don't think nothing of it. Um, video's up, and I'm working, doing my thing, not paying attention to anything in the world. And I get this phone call from Nashville, Indiana. I'm like, I kind of recognize that number. I think it's CNC equipment. That's odd. So I answer the phone. It's Jay. He's like, I guess you know why I'm calling. No, not really. <laughs> he goes, I've seen your video or something about the video. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, that's the one that went up today. About 10 people sent it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now, in full disclosure, I mean, I don't know how long you guys seen the video after it was up, but you guys didn't hesitate to call like immediately. Like you right. weren't trying we were, to. I think we got emails. Is how we found out about it. Found out about People it. People threatened you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start popping through. I'm like, the what YouTube did you do? Fan club is real. When, <laughs> yeah. when they're filling out a Google review. Yeah, I, they they had my back. That's that's a hundred percent for sure. So uh, 
Bridget was uh, sharing with me at, at dinner earlier that uh, it's probably a good thing Jay didn't call me right when he found out. You know what really pissed Jay off was he had another 850 sold to somebody else, and they seen that and backed out that day. Really? Yeah. What's the chances? dollars doser. Because <laughs> Jay doesn't get mad usually. <laughs> he takes it very He does. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's one thing I want to be clear about is, like, I wasn't purposely trying to do anything. I was just trying to relay my experience. And I had no, like, some things you post, and Chris, you can maybe jump in on this, but sometimes you post stuff, and it gets taken so far out of context from the way it was meant. And I filmed stuff before and be like, I'm bad. I, I, let me just, I'm just going to remove that all because it's going to get way well, more I, out of that, that video was probably 50 minutes long of that new dozer. And I probably deleted 20 minutes out of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, eh, I mean, that's. Just be explained that was, that was in the. That was Why in, you got to be so negative? I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, man. I'm like, that was in the moment. Nah, it's not necessary. Yeah. But, you know, uh, and if I had to go back and refilm it, I probably would have filmed the uh, air cleaner part a little bit different. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, it was what it was. So, anyways, in Jay's defense, um, I don't know if you told Jay to call me or Jay took it upon himself to call you or what the uh, deal with. Whenever yeah. Jay comes out in the shop, it's usually bad. <laughs> somebody's got a problem. Or, a lot of times I'll actually, like, hide from him. It's more than a dirty air filter. <laughs> no, it's usually. But I just joke with him every time he comes out there, I'm hiding. and He's always got bad news. Yeah, so, I mean, Jay called me. I mean, he was, I could tell he was aggravated, but he was very, very professional. And he's like, Mike, that's not how we do business. And he uh, he pretty much asked me to take the video down. And uh, I'm like, Jay, I, I can't do this. I mean, it's been a lead up to buying this dozer for a while. It's a big deal on the channel. I said, I, I, can't, I can't really do that. And he's like, well, if you have any more questions, or you have any more issues with the dozer, he said, please let me know. I said, you're probably going to regret asking that question because we got a lot of problems. <laughs> I think that's where I got involved. <laughs> I'm going to forward you to the owner. <laughs> so, uh, and, and from my side of things, I did go look at my comments um, and what, like I said, I appreciate everybody having my back, but what they were doing to CNC equipment on Google reviews and their social media stuff was, was, was not my intentions and it was out of hand. And I, I genuinely felt bad about what was going on. Um, I wouldn't be where I was at if I was doing business like that. So, Right. And I, and I knew from before that's not how you guys did business. You know what I mean? Right. But unfortunately, the 850 was still having, uh, well, I guess, would you call them major issues? Yeah, I think that's why that machine may have got traded back into me. Right. I think it had these issues. And, um, and I took their machines in on trade before and didn't have no issues. So, uh, so in, in I, your, I got, you know, believe in what those guys, and they've got different operators on them, so who knows. So, uh, so from there, that kind of started, um, obviously our relationship didn't get started off on the best foot from, from right there. Um, I felt bad about what happened. I you know, I can only do so much to go back. I think I posted a short video kind of explaining that, hey, we're working on this, give them right. a chance. I think I did a live feed about it, uh, kind of explaining a little bit about what was going on and what all you guys had, you know, doing to help me. Um, so you actually come down and pick the dozer back up. I did, a couple, uh, two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is news to the world because the internet only knows about right. one time. So, uh, 
But I want to cover that because I think it says a lot, and then I want to address some comments to come along with it. But uh, after the video posted, Jay called me. I explained to him what was going on. I think you were down there the next day with a low boy trailer, mm-hmm. loaded this dozer up, took it back. I don't know if you worked through the damn night or what hell magic voodoo you did up there, but I had it back like two days later. Yeah, I think it was at the shop for one day. Next day it was down there. Yeah, so. and uh, that was the radiator. The, Pulled the quick- radiator out, yeah, and washed it. I, mean, I know you tried to clean it two or three times, but you just can't get it all. Right, right. Had and a bunch of the fins bent over is what it was, right. too. Wouldn't get the airflow. There was three yeah. of us sitting there bending fins over with a little screwdriver. I bet Jay was really cussing at that point. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave him the delicate part. Clint, I called Clint. I felt like, like every time I called Clint, like I've, I had that customer before where you look at your phone and you just roll your eyes before <laughs> yeah. you answer. And I knew that's what he was doing on the other end when he seen my name come across. Like, I'm like, I hope it's good news. But I knew it. Just make your way to the very last ring. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Make him ponder for a few seconds. Right. There, so I, I, I wish I would have remembered what Clint said, but I'm like, hey, do you have any luck with the dozer? He's like, yeah, Jay's fingers are bleeding, but I think we got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was code for Jay's not happy, but we got it. <laughs> but uh, so um, basically that was the uh, it was the quick drop valve. Is that what you call it? Uh, was, yeah, under we the We're having blade control issues. Um, I can put a new cylinder on it for you, too. Yes, because the blade was bleeding off and uh, the radiator, the engine was running hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get the dozer back and run it for a day, and we're still having issues with the uh, hydraulic oil. Hydraulic was heating up. Heating up pretty bad. Um, That's a problem. I can only run them so long at the freaking shop. Right, right. So, you know, Clint called and asked me how it was, and I, I, like, I seriously thought about lying to him and saying it's doing good just because I, I didn't want him to have to deal with that. But I couldn't hide it on the internet, so I'm like, I'm kind of in catch twenty two here, and I mean, I'm feeling like this is after you put what, hundred and fifty hours on it or so. Yeah, hundred and something. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm feeling like this big over here because I know the position he's in. I've been in his shoes before, and I'm like, oh, this. I hate it for him. I hate it for me. Like neither one of us asked to be in this situation, but here we are. So yeah. what we do so. I was like, oh, Clint, man, the, the hydraulic oil is still heating up. He's like, all right, be down more the low boy. <laughs> Next morning. <laughs> Next morning. Knew exactly where I was going. Yeah, and that's when his dad showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Operator my ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Clint loads it back up and hauls up there, and, you know, he discovers the his hydraulic pump was. It was. Uh, yeah. And we didn't film any I of that. I think that was going bad from. When I and 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 I didn't film any of this on the channel because I just I'm like at this point this is between me and Clint we need to need to get this figured out like he's went so far above and beyond I don't want I don't want anybody thinking that you know he's trying to do something here so um, I wasn't trying to hide anything from anybody by not filming it but we we done covered it right you know what I mean um, so get the dozer back and it does good for two jobs um, and then we start having hydraulic problems again. And um, Clint's like, uh, only way we're going to fix this dozer is replace it. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay. So that's that's uh, how the dozer got traded off. And uh, we're obviously not going to talk numbers here, but Clint, Clint took care of me. And I definitely, definitely appreciate that. So the one thing I want to cover, and I know you've got limitations, 
and I know you've done similar things for other people, but the most common comment out there is the only reason you helped me out is because I got a YouTube channel. Well, that's not all true, so. No, it's it's not all true because. You uh, asked Dad right before he come down here. He was trucking up and down the road twice, right, right pretty close to you, so machine we sold it wasn't right so yeah uh and and uh there was another customer you were telling me about in indianapolis you sold a dozer too the engine went out of and mm-hmm. and and made it right right off the bat so and I, I correct me if i'm wrong please but sometimes it's worth paying a little bit of extra money for a good piece of equipment from a reputable dealer and that's you know i get we get people in there all the time they want to beat me down on price i'm like that's fine but I don't have any wiggle room if something goes bad, you know, even though I don't offer a warranty, you know, there's a little bit of a wiggle room in there. So, and there's limitations to everything. You can't right. go out there and run something for a thousand hours and then have no, something go wrong and want sure. something out of it. But yeah, you buy if, a high hour dozer and all of a sudden, and please correct me if I'm wrong again, but if somebody buys something that left your lot and that problem probably existed, why it was on your lot, you're going to do, sure. do what, do whatever you can within reason to make it right. For sure. You know, we had an employee problem there, too, so that was well taken care of before you even bought the dozer, but right. I know there was some stuff. Yeah, them lingering timelines just kind of right. finally eventually caught, uh, up. eventually caught up. But I think this is what's really cool about this whole situation, and I think it's a cool lesson to be learned of how to do business on both ends of things, is obviously we could have gotten a yelling, screaming match. Oh, This yeah. could have turned really ugly, really easy, but I feel like we both kind of – had cool heads about it. It's opened up different doors for sure. So. Yeah, you know, worked our way through it, and and I would consider that we've become pretty good friends. Uh, we've done a we lot. Was. <laughs> you brought a trailer up. I think he likes you me know, better what now. What was funny? I cut it out of the video, but I said something to like, "This is what happens when friends take advantage of you." But I cut it out of the video. <laughs> I'm like, that's gonna look. <laughs> but but I Maybe think you'll it, get a bad Google review. Yeah. <laughs> The guys are just cracking up. I have driving down the road with <laughs> this junk. I have got several comments that I was taking advantage of them. I, I got that was a, I got several of those comments. I got a lot of comments hoping I was charging wait, charging wait the arm the and wife leg. sends the bill. Yeah. <laughs> it had sales tax on it, let me tell you. I think she even taxed the labor. Had a comment it too. <laughs> uh, but no, I think I think it's a pretty cool lesson learned that, you know, I feel like we took a pretty crappy situation for both of us. Right. And turned it into a pretty big positive. I mean, um, we've become pretty good friends. You've started a YouTube channel. I shouldn't say you started. You revived a YouTube channel that's existing. Yeah, we've that's always had a little one. And uh, become pretty. Uh, I mean, you've been kicking butt on the on the YouTube channel. We're trying. Got it uh, helped. We had a. Um, we've been doing it for ten. Ever since Jay probably came I was scrolling on. through your videos last night, and I was like, I didn't realize like seven, eight years ago. Well, that's what I was telling you before we sat down. Is uh, so. In, I should. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't even probably attempted this whole. So, Bob, I want to point out one thing I forgot to tell you is that ever Jay asked me what I do for a living, and I was literally being a smart ass. I'm like, I'm a YouTuber, and he like he laughed at me, you know, like it was nothing. And he's I did like, not- Have you heard this? I said, I've seen a couple of videos, but I don't think he's that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's no let's dig. He's a nobody. Right? <laughs> and I just every once in a while, like I'm, most of the time, I'm embarrassed to say I do YouTube. But like every once in a while, I just want to get somebody's reaction. And Jay just happened to be that guy that week, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I really think he thought I was lying because I didn't even take my camera with me whenever I went up there. Right? Like I didn't film anything when I looked at the dozer because I was in a hurry and I had several other things to do and, and go Sometimes on. Sometimes you just don't want to pick up a camera. 
No, you just want your yeah. yeah. look at something. Like someday I'll go to work. I said, I don't want to mess with it today. So, um, anyways, I get uh, Jay mentioned that they had a YouTube channel. So I go home and I'm thinking I'm going to see this guy with, you know, 300 subscribers and 17 views per video. And I pull up CNC and like, what? 1.9 million views? <laughs> I'm like, where'd this guy go? Like, he almost felt like he catfished me, like he was bigger than I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> the reason we started that because you couldn't put an actual video on eBay. We sell this equipment on eBay, so you'd have to put a link YouTube, it. Link yeah. it, yeah. So was- obviously, me and Clint got to be uh, pretty well acquainted with our dozer issues. <laughs> and, uh, so he started asking me some questions about YouTube, and I'm like, man, you guys do some really cool stuff up here. You've already got a head start on this YouTube channel. You had like 17,000 subscribers. 14 or something, 14,000, I don't know. Yeah, you were, you were in the teens pretty easy. And I knew, by this time, I knew kind of what they did up there. I'm like, you got, you potentially got a little gold like money. Like Dad says, if, you know, the stuff we've done over the you know, last 20, 30 years had been some excellent footage. Mm-hmm. Sure. So um, he had interest in it, and I... For whatever you know, it was. We, it's funny because we kind of talked about it, through, you know, before you even came along. But I think you helped give it the boost. So. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of seen what it was all about. Put it that way. There. Yeah, <laughs> he, he figured out the power of YouTube in a bad way. <laughs> Can I make this a positive? Uh, so, anyways, yeah. I, I mean, I, I fully encouraged him to um, to pursue it again, and and he did. He he started making some videos, and we were still always doing a little short videos on equipment. But I started another channel up. To get rid of, so it wasn't crowding my other channel, I guess. Right, right. But you actually started doing some legit shop videos. Right, and some on builds. that channel. I took that one over because it was already established. So. Right, right. Uh, but, so what, uh, I mean, you've you've grown quicker than most here in a short period of time. What have you been doing at Sirius for about six months now? I think so, about October or so. October, November. So what's your, what's your uh, impressions of being a YouTuber now? Down here at the See, Ford. I'm not the type of guy to be talking on a camera and all that stuff. So you're like yeah. me. You still like to be I'm exactly the like him. Yeah, my wife's like, you, I've been married to you for 12 years. And you never take a picture. And now you record yourself. I'm like, they pay me. <laughs> Try paying me, and I'll stand still. I mean, if you're not going to pay me, still, I'm not. still a different animal. But but I mean, it's, it's it's kind of fun. I like doing it. So I like you know going back at looking what you did during right. the day. And yeah, it's actually good because sometimes you see stuff that. Hey, I didn't see that while I was working on it. Or like a screw in a tire. Exactly. <laughs> you had 800 comments The one on I it. told you about two I weeks. I knew about it. But <laughs> nobody else on YouTube did. did so you this I, boat was getting a little loose there. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, uh, I mean, you're down here in Florida at the auctions, and you've had quite a few people come up to you and meet you and recognize you. Is that as different? As soon as I started doing it, I did. You know, going to auctions wherever. It's, it's kind of crazy. So Yeah, I remember the f- that guy helped out DP. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Unfortunately, I remember. Do you remember the first time you got recognized nah. as a YouTuber? I remember yeah, the first. It happens a lot. Yeah, I remember the first time that somebody spotted me out, and it was in a gas station in Lagodi, and it was like a seventy-year-old man that like hollered at me from the back row. It's the old people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, I was like, that's really cool. People and, you don't think's watching your channel. There, it really so. is. Like yeah. even today is like. Man, I Most of my viewers are fifty-five years or older. I don't know how. Yeah. You, you need to. You need, I don't know if it's a good idea. Does your dad watch your videos? He does. Oh boy. I guess he. I don't know. Does he? <laughs> they're still. <laughs> I always tease them because they're watching. Which Direct TV is fine, but I call. <laughs> they're always having problems over that. I said the nineties called. They want their satellite back. You know? <laughs> I walk in their motorhome. They've got cables going every which way, and they can't get the dish out because the t- the trees are blocking it. And, uh, it's. You know, we had it up till we moved into our new house about three year two a couple years ago. 
and we just got internet now. And once I quit watching the news and all that stuff, oh, yeah, so right. you know, what's that? I will watch YouTube most of the time. Oh yeah, I gotta see if you're talking bad about me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they'll email you. <laughs> yeah, right. You'll know. I like to find out first. <laughs> yeah. Don't the bad worry. thing, your, hey, your in, time, in, your time's there. I'm at work at seven o'clock, so your videos come out at. I guess seven years. It'll be seven six, year time, seven six, six my time. time. I'm already working. Yeah. Yeah. So it. I started posting my videos in the afternoon because I just post them in the morning, like you. And before I know it, I've got five thousand comments, and I, you know, they're overwhelming. So. So now, in full disclosure, if I have a video that involves Clint, I send it to him for pre-approval. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, he needs to send it to his wife because we're missing some stuff. <laughs> so. Um, so the last thing real quick, is, I guess, um, you made the mistake one day of saying you were slow in the shop and I, I helped you I out. I, I said I was slow. I, I think that I? was your exact words were, I said, I said how I've things, always got things to do. I said, how things going up there, Clint? He's like, oh, I need to find some stuff to buy. I'm a little slow in the shop. And conveniently, I, I, trailer repair. I, I was like, dude, I can help you out with that. I got this trailer <laughs> <laughs> and I convinced him because I'm like, you know how good of videos this is going to make. No, it made some videos. It's a miracle. It seems like it made it there. It wasn't that bad. It may have been played up a little bit for YouTube. I was hauling 120, 130,000 pounds on mm. that the week before. A little scary. <laughs> they haven't seen the... Uh, they we, made... hauled, we hauled a 850 all the way across town, and I was riding in the truck with that trailer. Oh, the, the back axle. The good the news about a trailer is it's behind you, so if it yeah. crashes really bad, you don't see it or and, know about it. Until you're going trolling. downhill. And then it could pass you. What really worked was Captain Kleeman commented about the brakes actually work now. <laughs> yeah, I'll leave it to Captain Kleeman to stir the pot. It's like I don't, I, you have to wait on the air to build up now because the brakes have to release. <laughs> but uh, have you been enjoying YouTube since you've been doing it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, say, some days I come in and I don't, you know, not in the mood to film. Not a priority. Right. I do the it's same not. thing. And some days it. it's, you know, everybody's got to be in the mood to do it. So. Right. Right, and, uh, and uh, I mean, my suggestion, Chris, jump in here if you want, is you don't want to force it because people know no, it. No, no. If, I mean, some days it just won't meant to be. Yeah, right. if, you, if, you know, if you're not in the mood to film that day, don't yeah, film. I filmed a lot of stuff, and you started videos and never finished them because it just wasn't, it wasn't right. So. Right, right. So so what's the what's the future for CNC equipment? You're going to keep going and building down the road you are? I'd say, as long as we can buy some equipment. Auction prices of equipment being retail oh, prices. Yeah. Yeah, oh, these guys taking advantage of me. We could probably <laughs> just one. Just look at one. the bright side. You <laughs> just have one as of now. Of, you know, if you can't work on your equipment, you can watch me struggle right, to right. work on it. So, <laughs> at least you're far you're doing it wrong. At least you're far enough away. Chris, Chris bought that. I guess technically, from a paperwork standpoint, Chris has bought the dozer from CNC. I've not equipment. Even bought it yet. I've not even paid yeah. for it. So I said, you know, I said, you know what happened last time you sold a dozer to a YouTuber, right? This did not go well. <laughs> So hopefully he was, he was like, "You should put a sticker on it." There, he's like, "No, I, I have no part of this one." He's like, "I didn't even buy it." He's like, "Let's let it run for six weeks and see how this goes." I'll send you some in the mail afterwards. <laughs> Ain't a, even got it home. Got a cylinder leak. What? Would you believe? I thought you said it was job site. What that auctioneer kept saying on that Okamatsu? That thing is job job ready. Just ready. come off the job. Just come off the job. That's got the bucket left. 12 inches off the ground and died. Drove in place. I don't know what job they were using, but it was. It must Runs have been, the best. must have been a paperwork job or paper <laughs> paperweight job. It was bad. So, oh. uh, But, yeah, so where can Clint, uh, where can Clint uh, find – I guess everybody can find you on um, – 
Facebook, Instagram. Yep, all those places. I think CNC Equipment or CC Equipment on Instagram. So, yep, you know, YouTube will, channel, CNC Equipment. So. We'll do the best we can to uh, link all that stuff in the description. So, if anybody wants to find you, they can. Appreciate you taking the time to. Yeah, uh, no problem. It's fun. So, yeah, sit down. And I'm sure there's probably more topics we can maybe cover in oh, some yeah. future ones. And, and you're an excellent. Excellent uh, co-host there. Good Mr. I've done my best yes, here. Yes, I've yes. just enjoyed the golf cart ride that you probably are just... <laughs> This past week, it's it's you been get him a pleasure. In here one time, you'll have a heck of a, a, heck of a podcast. I don't know which. Uh, I don't know if it'll be appropriate for anything, but it'd be a good. T- it'd be a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, Clint, man, thanks for sitting down. Thanks for thanks everything. For us, so. Thanks for everything you've done for me. I I truly do appreciate. It. I know I know you do it for any customer, but you've went above and beyond, and and uh, it, you've become a good friend. It's been uh, it's been fun. You uh, never know where it's going to take you. Yep, no is, idea. So that is an understatement. Yeah, it's crazy, man. This YouTube social media world, and I mean, even uh, you, for example, um, it's it's been uh, it's been fun. It's crazy. It's a crazy, crazy ride. So, but uh, appreciate everything. Hope you guys enjoyed, and uh, we're going to wrap it up and catch you guys on the next one. Thanks. See you. See you. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.